Blog Talk Radio. afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www. YieldToTheKingMinistry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, Lord, Fill Me Up. So I have a question I want to start out with, and that is, how many of us heard when we were growing up, what goes in must come out? I know I heard that, but today, you know, that saying has an extended meaning because of all the information we have access to. As Christians, we must be intentional about what we take in and what comes out, what we allow to enter into our minds and what we speak out. I'm going to read our promotional material as I always do and lay that foundation, and this is what it says. In Acts chapter 13, Paul and Barnabas were consecrated for the work of the Lord. They were sent away on their first missionary journey from Perga to Paphos, of Cyprus. They preached to the men of Israel and were met with fierce opposition. The Jews were jealous that the word of God was being preached to the Gentiles. In Acts chapter 13, verse 52, it says, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Just think how discouraged and distracted Paul and Barnabas could have been if they did not choose joy during adversity. Well, a couple of weekends ago, on June 8th through the 10th, the women of my church, we went to a retreat. It was a wonderful weekend. We were about 53 miles outside of Seattle, Washington, in the United States, in an area that we call the Pacific Northwest. We stayed at a quaint lodge in the middle of forest trees, and it was absolutely beautiful. Our theme for the retreat was, Lord, fill me up. I wanted the women to ponder that request and really think about what it means to be filled up. But in order to be filled up, we have to empty ourselves of all of our worries, doubts, fears, and distractions. So we embarked on a release exercise. It was a lot of fun. I asked them to take uh, to think about the past few hours, days, weeks, or months and identify what was crowding their mind. And I had to ask myself the same thing. And then the question is, what, in order to be filled up, what do we need to release this weekend to receive what God has for us as we ask, Lord, fill me up? I asked the ladies to quietly think about that for a few minutes. What did they need to release in order to be filled up? And then I asked them to recite the theme again. They could have said it quietly, loudly, or they could have shouted it at the top of their lungs. 
but I wanted them to say it with conviction, meaning, and expectation. Because I believe that God had a word for us that weekend, and I wanted every last one of us to be in position to receive it. So all those cares about work and home and children and husbands and parents, siblings, neighbors, you name it, you fill in the blanks. I wanted us to let it go and let the Lord fill us up with joy and the Holy Spirit. So everyone took a balloon and we blew it up. The instructions were to hold it up in the air once it was blown up, but they were not to tie it off. We didn't tie it off. Just blow it up and hold it. And then I asked the ladies to turn to the person to whom they were sitting next to and to tell them what they were releasing this weekend. Were they releasing doubts, fears, you know, arguments, you know, whatever. And then on the count of three, when we were all ready with our blown up balloons, we released the balloons so that they could carry away our distractions, worries, disappointments, sadness, doubts, fears, concerns, anything that might have blocked our blessings. I wanted us to hear from God individually and collectively. So we blew up the balloons, we let them go, and they, (laughs) all that noise happened, and those balloons fizzled down and landed everywhere in that fellowship hall. So we let go, and it was fun, engaging, and symbolic of just releasing Lord, fill me up. That's a huge request, but a short order for God to fill. So the question for us today is, what are we really asking for when we say, Lord, fill me up? And what difference will it make if we're filled up or not? And if we are filled up, how does it show up in our daily walk with the Lord? How will we maintain our filling up once we have been filled up? And then ultimately, how will we share it with others? Ponder those questions and ask, answer them for yourselves. And I want us to go to Acts chapter 13, verses 40 through 52. And this is the NIV version. Acts chapter 13, verses 40 through 52. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wander and perish, for I... I'm going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and the devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of God. When the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy. They began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on him. Verse 46, then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. We had to speak the word of God to you first. Since you rejected and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. But this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. 48. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of God, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. The word of God spread through the whole region. 
verse 50. But the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing women of high standing and leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. So they shook the dust off their feet as a warning and then went to Iconium. Verse 52 says, And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Now just think, Paul and Barnabas were met with much adversity. They were on their first missionary journey, not really knowing what they would encounter. They were embarking on new territory by taking the word of God to the Gentiles. But their own people, they mocked, they were mocked, abused, and contradicted, and the and jealousy reared its ugly head. But despite their circumstances, they were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Now the verse says, and the disciples were filled with joy in the Holy Spirit. So who are Christ's disciples? Disciple means a follower of Christ. So that would include you and I today. And the disciples, of course, were, you know, the apostles and all those who followed Christ back in the biblical days. So the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't think a believer would disagree that we are filled with the Holy Spirit because that's a part of our conversion when we accept Christ as our Savior and Lord. God gives us his Holy Spirit to dwell within. It takes residence with us. And the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict us of sin, teach us, comfort us, and bring things to our remembrance. So we are filled with the Holy Spirit. On the other hand, joy we must choose. Joy is something that has to be intentional. It will not happen by default. Although we have access to it always, we have to purpose to exercise joy, embrace joy, and expect joy to be a part of our daily lives. Joy comes from the Lord. Happiness, on the other hand, is an emotion and is usually based on circumstances which changes like the weather. There's five main points that I want to share with you about joy. Real joy is found in God's presence. God is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Number two, lasting joy is possible if we follow God's truth. We have to be intentional about the word of God and knowing what his truth says. Number three, trusting God with everything concerning our lives brings undeniable joy. So when we trust him with everything about our lives, not just the here and now, but our future and our eternity is in the hands of God. Trusting God, transferring that trust from ourselves to him. Number four is joy is a gift of God that we can share with others. Not only can we share it with others, but we should share it with others. And then joy can and will transform our difficult circumstances into times of blessing. Here's a great example of choosing joy. The children of Israel were in Babylonian captivity. They had been exiled, and Ezra focused on rebuilding the temple, and Nehemiah focused on rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Ezra was a priest and came up out of Babylon 13 years before Nehemiah came out. The children of Israel had been living amongst people who did not share in their religious beliefs nor practice any of their feasts or ceremonial rituals. The Israelites assembled in preparation of hearing the word of God one day. The peoples gathered and they lifted up their hands in praise and worship. They were grieved in sorrow and a heaviness of grieved with sorrow and a heaviness of heart. They were ready for God's joy and a renewing of spiritual strength. And in Nehemiah 
chapter 8, verse 10, it says, Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some, of those, send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. So go and just have a good time, but also think of those who are a little less fortunate and don't have as much as you do and share it with them. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. So being in captivity is not easy, and being exiled is not easy. The children of Israel were in Babylonian captivity for 70 years. So just think what can happen over a 70-year period living in a foreign land and living amongst the people of the land. You acculturate. That's a big word, but it's acculturate, which means a social, psychological, and cultural change occurs that stems from blending between cultures. The children of Israel had to be intentional or they would have grown accustomed to the ways of the Babylonians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 through 10, it says, But we have, been, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that we are all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed we always carry around in our body the death of jesus so that the life of jesus may also be revealed in our body james chapter 1 and verses 2 through 3 says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance so again the five points of joy is joy real joy is found in the presence of god Lasting joy is possible if we follow God's truths. Trusting God with everything concerning our lives brings undeniable joy. God is a, joy is a gift of God that we can share with others, and joy can and will transform our difficult circumstances into times of blessings. So with that and in closing, I want to say God gives us joy. Joy is a gift of God. It's a gift from God. We have to be intentional. Let's receive it and have authentic joy in every season of our life. Today, will you choose joy, the joy of the Lord, and let it be your strength? I pray so. And let me say this, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. And we'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.